After Buzzers. We are here with the Boy Band After Show, Season 1, Episode 10. The top five are revealed. Stay here. We're going to talk all about In Real Life, their new single, the show. We've got some details from watching it live. You're going to love it. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, love, what you doing? That's right. Eyes closed. Eyes closed, eyes open. Hey guys, welcome back to the after show for Boy Band Season 1, Episode 10, the finale. I cannot believe it's already over. I'm a little bit sad about it. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller. I'm so happy to be back, and I'm not alone. Let the good people know where they can find you. Hey guys, it's Stefan Lovegrove for one more week of Boy Band, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, as so many of you have, at Dr. Lovegrove. <laughs> Hi guys, we're so excited to discuss the finale. You can find me on all social media at Suzanne Quast. And of course you can find me, Lindsay Miller, on social media at Rockin' Mama Life. And make sure you go to YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, rate, comment, subscribe. We love to hear your feedback. We already have a pretty active live chat going tonight. We're so sorry we got started late, but we've got a lot to talk about. And I'm ha- we could just let this song play know, right? in the background the whole episode, I as far really as I'm like concerned, it. because it's so catchy. Such a good song. Such a good song. So I want to know your guys' thoughts. We all got a chance to watch the live taping, which is super fun. We've gone to a bunch of the live tapings this season, but it's the first time we've all gone together. I want to know your thoughts. What do you think? Well, I have to say that I really thought overall I was a little disappointed in the architects. I felt like mm. out of all of them I was actually most impressed with Nick. Um, and the oh Backstreet you mean Boys. singing. Yeah. Okay. Oh okay. We're talking yeah, about yeah, the I yeah. was like they played I the smallest like, role did, in this uh, episode. Like, I was like, thankful. Like, yeah. I was like they didn't talk much. But no, okay. I'm about <laughs> the actual opening performances. Yeah so let's talk. They did an opening performance. There was an opening medley. We had Timba and um Rita, Rita singing, and then it went into Emma with the boys, which was super adorbs, and then the Backstreet Boys for the for the closing on that. What did you think, Stefan? Well, for mm. a for a vocal show mm-hmm. where they critiqued the boys' performances all season vocally, I thought it was fair for them to sing live, and I think. So we at the live taping saw them do it three times and then watched the TV edit and mm-hmm. I feel like we got something different every version. Right. I feel like they artificially changed both Timbaland and Rita's voices in the opener. Um, and I even huh. so, I don't think they sounded very good, <laughs> which no. is just yeah. interesting. Um and Emma sounded decent live. The Backstreet so. Boys, I thought, sounded okay live. But, you know, I just thought it was very ironic after such a season of holding the boys to such high standards. I didn't think any of them were, you know, flawless live themselves. I Somebody in the live chat said it was yeah. so evident Emma cannot sing. I don't know if Aww. I would go that far. I thought Emma was one of the better ones. I agree. But something was weird with Timberland well, and Rita. It was rough. Yeah, Rita and Timberland was a little bit awkward. Um, but... But for Emma, I mean, when was the last time Emma performed? 
That's true. I mean, I will let's give, be honest. I will give Rita grace because in her actual performance, she, she sounded great. different. Agreed. Whatever right. that effect was that they did on their voices, I didn't like it when they used a weird effect on yeah. J-Hype earlier, and I didn't like when they used that effect tonight. I was like, what is this? Well, and can I also say Stephen something like that you said earlier that I found very funny? And it's in regards to Nick giving um, oh, the manly <laughs> comments. Yes, giving oh, feedback. Pl- bring that up. Bring that <laughs> up. Bring that up. Yeah, so you said, yeah, it's ironic that Nick went out and made like such a conscious effort to talk about Chance being a man and to be more manly. And apparently manly. last week as well. Yeah. We heard this backstage that he brought it up again last week. And w- and then in the critique, he was like, you came out and sang like men. And I'm like, of all the Backstreet Boys, if you watch, Nick is the least manly. Is that yeah. a bad thing to say or just an well, observation? Well, perhaps he's like, pre- you know, we talked about this a little bit. Perhaps he's preoccupied with this idea of like singing more masculine because he inherently has a more boyish appearance yeah, like and a like energy. persona when he performs and so maybe it's something that he's gotten that critique over the years because we tend to pass down the thing hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Things we've learned. So maybe it's not like a malicious like thing, but perhaps something that he's had his attention brought to because it's something that people have said to him throughout his career and he's trying to help these boys and sometimes it comes out in not the greatest way. He, I did he, think he sounded good, though. Like, I, I, yeah, I, will give him, yeah, I will give I him credit. Good, yeah. After all his critiques yeah, about vocals not delivering this season, I will give him credit that he, he did great. sound good. And he, he was a, and he was fun to watch. He was a good dancer. He was great, yeah. like, overall. Like, yeah. yeah. And it was just cute to see the roles reversed yeah. and the boys behind the, the boys architect desk. Emma was adorable. Well, Oh, Emma, yeah. Emma Loved had it. her moment with Chance. I yeah. feel like she was really waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> Ever she... since that jump in the pool. Oh, <laughs> such a creepy scene. Anyways, so then right off the bat, they hit us with the reveal of the name in real life. What do we think of the name? I like it. Yeah. I, I like mean, it, and I like the logo, and yeah. I like the cover oh, art with the logo. The I'm happy. Can, I, can, yeah. I can get behind a band called In Real Life. Can we reveal the backstage name fact we found out? Please yes. do. Yes. Yes. Well, they told us backstage there were several names under consideration, and one that the producers wanted is Wild Five. Well, I think Nick actually suggested it. It was like... <laughs> no, I believe it was a version. Nick, Nick said Wildfire, wild and they yes. couldn't get clearance for Wildfire. So then the producers were investigating Wild Five, five. and to fortunately which, we didn't get it. it. Was it Michael, uh, Connor. Michael Connor said it sounds like something you would yeah. order off a Wendy's menu. Yeah, so for those of you in the comments who don't like in real life, just be thankful that we didn't end up with the Wendy's name. Yes, what the, yeah. Right, but no, in real life, I will be honest, when I first heard it, I was like, meh, not sure, but it's actually grown on me. I think it's really cute, and the boys really love it, and it is an attempt, you know, it attests to kind of the times we're in. It's a, you know, it's like a texting IRL, like in real life, and they've, really grown their following on social media and really that's really bolstered this show and their, you know, success will probably really largely grow 
via social media. So it makes sense to have like this millennial boy band with something that is somewhat, you know, tech. And I feel like this whole experience for them has been in real life. Like, it's happened in real time. We've seen it all. It's all been documented. And so I feel like, like you said, I like it for, I mean, when I first heard it, I wasn't like, oh, that's amazing. But I got got behind the idea. This is interesting. Someone brought up, what are they going to call the fandom? And that was actually a backstage discussion. And I think... I, I don't want to start something that's not official. Well, let's I ask think, them what they prefer. What do you think? Because Lifers is the... Lifesavers. Lifesavers. Is, I think, the best one that we've heard or under consideration. And then Lifers the is the one that's but being Lifers considered. But Lifers makes me think of present. Yeah, it's the so. Lifers. Which I didn't initially, but ever since you said that, that's all I can. my mind goes to. So please comment and, or tweet at us if, if you, you have, have any, a better uh, idea. Yeah, yes. absolutely better Because the producers are looking for... Yeah. Elizabeth Parks likes lifers and is so happy that you're back oh, and has well, been waiting I'm for so you to get back. back. I was in New York and I missed you guys so much. I'm so glad to be here. Ooh, people like lifesavers. Okay, both. Okay. Lifesavers. Lifelines. Ooh, lifelines. Lifelines. That's, That's interesting. Anywho, lifelines. Speaking of life's changing, we have our first boy revealed. Yes. Who is Brady and oh my gosh. You guys, so I, adorable, and I actually cried. She did. We have photos. I, there are photos, photos that she would not let me put on her in, on my Instagram story. I literally yeah. cried so much so that the woman next to me was like, "Oh my god, is that your brother?" I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I just talk about point, it on a though, show. Everybody is we family. Feel like I feel family. like we know their parents, their siblings. Like we were hugging all of them after each of them got announced, like in the one minute commercial break, and then running back to our seats. And it was really special to see it. What was the most special, I think, in in watching it taped, you don't get as much of a sense of it. But seeing after, you know, they cut to commercial, all of the boys come over and just, like, embrace Brady and a hug. And then seeing all of the people from production and just people that work on the show coming over and taking time to be, like, you know, congratulating him and talking to him and hugging him. Just really a testament of what a great kid he is that people are just so excited for him to have this moment. Yeah, I was so excited for him. Yeah. I That shocked me because I was like 90% sure going in that Brady was going to be in the band. 90%. I don't want to say 100 because... I was 100% sure. Even though the very first episode, I thought there was no chance in Heckinger's in Oh, I, I forgot about that after yeah. giving no, you, you flat didn't. all you day. you crap all day. Oh, let's bring it up. Well, if you rewind the season to episode one of Do After Buzz... Um, I don't think we have it because our engineer switched at the last minute. If you have mm. it, f- feel free to pull it up at minute 40, 32 seconds in. What? You know <laughs> the minute? But, <laughs> the bottom line is, if you go back to episode one, we made our predictions. Uh-huh. And I said, this might be a long shot because we haven't seen a lot of him yet. But I really think Brady could be in the top five. Mm. And I'm putting him in my top five. And Lindsay has a violent reaction of, what? Ugh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a three-syllable reaction of horror and disbelief. So I am just so proud that I called it. But my point is, I I really did want Brady to be in the band and think he was going to be. But I never thought they would put him first. Yeah, I agree. I just did not oh, expect did. to hear that name in that moment. Did you expect him to call it first because you thought it was just a, such a shoe-in? That- I thought it was such a shoe-in. You're not going to save it for the end. But you know what was really nice was that it was just so... 
he looked genuinely shocked and yeah. excited. And it was just seeing those reactions was, I don't know. I did them. not think, I thought the shoe-ins were Chance and Michael Connor, which I we'll know. get to, did not feel like as much of a shoe-in at the end. Yeah. But that's who I thought was the shoe-ins. Really? I agree. Okay, well, speaking of shoe-ins, I don't have a really good segue for that. Let's <laughs> I was excited about, to hear what it was going to be. I, I, too. I, I like, thought it might have been good, but no. And then I, I, I'm really jet-lagged, guys. Like, Rita performed your song. What do we think of the performances? So we had two performances. Rita's your song, and then Sophia Carson ins and outs. We'll talk about Rita's first. I thought she was cute. I loved it. I loved it, too. And I'm just really happy that she got the opportunity to perform again. Because if the first one had been the only thing we heard, it would have been a little rough. But no, I thought it was adorable. I like the song. It's fun. It was entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. And the staging was good both there and And on TV. She sounded great. Fun production to watch. Um, I mean, honestly, it was a great kind of... I was in a great mood because I was like... We're off to a good start. A Brady's in the yeah. band. We can enjoy it. It was great. You can Brady's in the band. We hugged his mom. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. And, and then we had Sophia Carson, who's in Descendants 2. She's a Disney star. Um, and she launched or performed her single, Ins and Outs, for the first time. What did you guys think of Sophia Carson? She's not, um, I guess, on Disney anymore. No. Um, with that performance? I feel like it was a Miley Cyrus moment. Like when Miley yeah. Cyrus, you know, finally graduated from the point of she didn't want to be a little girl anymore. This was like her moment. I felt yeah. a little weird watching her, to be honest, because I didn't know how old she was. And then when you yeah. looked it I up. I Googled it because I also felt very uncomfortable. Yes. The, I uh, found out to my horror adult. that she was my age. She's 24. 24. I mean... Stefan is 24. Now you know. I'm also 24. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I really am 24. Well, yes. But I, I was shocked. I think some of the boys had a little crush on her. Oh, totally. There was definitely some smitten eyes oh, in that. I, I shouldn't reveal. There's definitely somebody who has... A crush on um, Sophia Carson out there for sure. Oh, who let me know before the show? Oh, oh really? who is it? Do tell Stephanie. Not spilling that tea without mm. permission. But it's one of the boys. So, <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Although she's a little old for some of them too. Most of oh, them. Oh, she's definitely old for this mm-hmm. person. Yeah, sorry, it's, Sophia. It's all oh, so after Sophia, let's move on to what we really care about, which is the boys in the boy band. We reveal, or the reader reveals that Chance. And Drew have made it in the band. What well, was your reactions? I was so excited. Well, a I wait. Feel what like... about the, the what about the throwback clips to their auditions? Oh, and the, I yes. want to talk about that. The I sweetest agree. moment. Yes. Yeah, so Maybe before... the most emotional, other than the reveals. Oh. Like one of the most emotional parts of the episode for me. Well, I would agree. Absolutely. So we see their you know their initial performances, and I love that they did this. They had them sit down and watch their performance. And then they watched a little video that they had made to themselves about how to feel, you know, the the process of the show, right? And I just love these moments. Well, too, think? yeah, they got to see their audition tapes. Yeah. And so I feel like to watch your audition tape in front of everybody, A, like, I don't, you see how, just how far you've come. How they've grown so much. And I think that, you know, Timbaland said something that he's worked for people or with, I just want to make sure I get this correct, but he worked with people for over two years and he's got, they've gotten to where they are in 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. And I feel I like. I was so to- happy to have that acknowledgement because, yeah. you know, when we started doing this show and just knew that it was coming, we had no idea what it was going to be like or what the talent level was right. going to be. And from minute one, I think, 
we were blown away by the talent level and the ways that we've seen them work hard and step it up. I just was so glad we got an acknowledgement of in 10 weeks, they've come an incredibly long way. Yeah, all eight of the guys that were in the final eight, I feel like not only incredibly talented kids, and I can say kids because they're they're kids, um, but, or young men, I guess, but so hardworking. Like the amount of work they've put in and the amount of like, just humbleness and openness to really grow and accept this like opportunity and this experience. And it's incredible to see where they've come from the beginning to now, just even their stage presence, their comfort, you know, performing and interacting with each other. It's really, really special to see. And I thought it was also cool, like on Sunday to hear the moms talk about the boys auditions and then to actually see some of the audition mm-hmm. tapes. Like Michael Connor's mom said that they found out last minute. It and just that made they were it all the ready. better when the first announcement was Brady. I thought about Colleen's story of the audition at lunch, the Skype audition that they thought, well, not going to get that one, yeah. <laughs> and didn't even think, that, they didn't even take it seriously, thought it was going to be a, tr- a quick trip to L.A. So I, just cool, cool, yeah. full circle moment. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we can get back to yes. the reveal. I just wanted to have well, a great. moment. Chance and Drew. I, from day one, have been a huge fan of Chance. I think he's endearing. He's incredible story. His daughter's adorable. His love for his daughter is adorable. His, you know, just outlook on life is years beyond his age. And so to see someone like that have this moment is just, I think it's hard not to feel like something for that. And I think, you know, it was smart for them to announce Chance, you know, set in the second round because he was, I feel like, for all of us, a shoo-in. Um, but as far as Drew's concerned, you know, when Tim came on the show, the first came on the show mm-hmm. and he told us to really look out for Drew. And I feel bad for ever have doubted that or have ever doubted that because... To How l- many of you here in live chat or comments were with us when Tim said that? Because I yeah. told Tim tonight... I think you got so much of this fandom's attention. And thank you and for calling our attention so. to Drew. Oh, rightfully, rightfully so. Because Drew was the only one, you know, we talked about this before, Drew was the only one in this final five that we didn't collectively as a panel have in making it into the band. And the right. reason being wasn't because he wasn't talented, just because we he, slept he on him. We didn't, didn't stand out. We didn't see him. And Tim was like, you need to look at this guy. And he's vocally sure enough, one of the strongest of the incredibly talented, sweet, sweet guy. And, you know, really great to see him have this moment. Drew, so of the five, you and I called all four but Drew in the first week. And Drew was the surprise pick of, I didn't see it coming, but I'm so glad he made it. And going into this week, I clearly had him in my top five want list. Um, a lot of people say they had it in since day one. And well, wow. even you seeing, guys were smarter than us. us. You saw it. seeing his initial, the clip of his initial right. audition. I was like, why did I not notice? I totally agree with what that. What a great voice he has! And I don't know what it was, but maybe it was you know the production, how it was pieced together, or the time that he got, or the clips that we saw. But the clip that I saw tonight on that montage of their auditions, he had it from day one. Yeah, because yeah, it was Sam Smith, talented. right? Well, and I I want to say. Um, with Chance, I lost it when he said that when he shouted out Brooklyn and said, "I love you, Brooklyn." This is only the beginning. And honestly, the moment for me where more than anything else, Chance just 
I, I think he earned his spot in the band immediately, and people wanted him in the band immediately. Yeah. But last week, when he sang Man in the Mirror, and oh, he reflected oh. on everything going on in America and in Charlottesville and in... So many of you messaged me and said, I voted for Chance, and I felt so good about my vote after hearing that. And I was like, you should. Because yeah. I think that he is a real leader to the boys. I think he's going to be a leader and a role model in he's this band. figure for the band. And again, both of them, so happy, so well-deserved. Yeah. Absolutely. And also, did you guys see it live? It was hysterical and adorable. I think Brady cheered and jumped and got excited more than he did for himself when they announced Chance. And that, to me, is really special to see these guys getting excited for each other and how close they've gotten in these friendships. And I really hope that that carries them through with the band, that they can stay close and have this love for each other that they clearly have grown over the past 10 weeks in doing the show. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Sorry, I just have to say this before we move on. But, you know, in Malcolm Gladwell's book, he talks about 10,000 hours, and it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert at something. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for these boys, they've put in so much time and energy that it's really going to make a huge payoff. And they're going to be light years ahead of most boy bands who are starting out because of the amount of vocal training they've had, you know, and then dancing and actually performing. Well, not just that. You know, the big thing in the architects talked about it early on in terms of like a huge thing that makes a difference in a group succeeding is their you know their relationship with each other and their cohesion and how they work together and the fact that these boys have had to learn to work together in one of the most incredibly stressful situations I think will help them carry through when they start touring and they start doing this stuff and and their lives get really hectic they met and forged these relationships and became rocks for each other in the most stressful time that they've had in their entire lives, probably. And so now, moving on from that, they've got this really great foundation for a band that they know how each other deals with stress. Mm -hmm. They know how to lift each other up and help each other through those moments when they're just feeling low or feeling discouraged or feeling frustrated or tired. And so I think that's going to help them carry through. It's, you know. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Carrying through. (laughs) Bell Bib DeVoe. Poison. This was your moment. This what was, if, this was, was going to be moment. James Arthur? Oh my uh, gosh, James Arthur. How did I not have James Arthur? They were both very yes. good performances, but very different. <laughs> very different. So we had James Arthur. We all got our cell phones out. We put our light up. He was he great. Along. He was fantastic. He sounded so he sounded good. So, so good. I felt like that was a good uh, vocal performer to have on a vocal show. Mm-hmm. Um, to actually, I don't know. I thought it was really amazing. Yeah, he's a great singer. Yeah, I actually, I will say, to have those two back-to-back was a nice mix of strong vocals and famous boy band song. What? Bebo DeVoe had strong vocals? I mean, yes. Agreed, but they were there to be a famous boy band. They are a famous boy band. Most of the people in the audience didn't know who they were. Did you guys know who they were? I hope you knew who they were. I was like doing the running man in the audience. I was having my childhood dreams were coming true. Yes. It was so great. We tried to talk to you. I I wouldn't talk to you. I was freaking out because in in that moment of, I want to talk about this actually, in that (laughs) moment of the performance, I was sitting there like, it would suck to be in the five Mm -hmm. that now realizes their chances of being in the band are shrinking and you have to sit there and try to have fun in these performances and you're sitting there stressing out. I, I, 
I just felt for them. But I let Lindsay have her moment. I told but them I, I can't talk them. to you right now because I'm listening to Belle Biv DeVoe live. Oh, that was funny. Poison. Like in the back when Brady at that moment when we were talking, he's like, yeah, it flew by. And he's yeah. like, and Michael Connor's like, that's because you weren't in the bottom. Yeah, it was funny. We Yeah, we interviewed them after and I asked, did it seem like the longest hour of your lives? And some of them were like, yeah. And Brady was like, it was so fast. And they were like, because you were done like the first two minutes. You knew you and were you the And you could see, I always watch, I feel like you get the real emotional story of what's going on watching the dugout. Mm -hmm. and I was watching and I was watching Sergio and Michael Connor and they were stressed and understandably yes absolutely I would too yeah Um, okay so we had Belva DeVoe they performed Poison and then we announce the final ones and before we do this I want to talk about this silhouette situation right oh the silhouette so the silhouettes I I don't know about you guys but the second they announced Brady and they did it with a fizzling you know firecracker silhouette we were all sitting there going who are those other silhouettes and we're looking at the guys and we're trying to figure out I feel stupid for falling for it we did we fell for it but Mm -hmm. we found out from the producers that it was actually a mix of another boy band and their silhouettes because they did want to leave. They wanted yes. to leave some vagueness yes. because, you know, Marcus is of a certain height and v- various things. They yeah. all have unique silhouettes and certain people you would just know. And it was yeah. funny, too, because at the end when Michael Connor was talking and he was like, I didn't think it was me because I don't stand like that. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, you know, Mikey more stands more like that. I, I want to bring this up because throughout this whole time, people have been bringing up the different you know, the three contestants that didn't make it. And Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about that. So for everyone who's like, what about Marcus? What about Mikey? What about Jaden? We're just going through sequentially in order here. We're not leaving them out of our after show. So we don't miss anything. Yeah. So speaking of people who made it through, we had Sergio and then Michael. Let's talk about Sergio first. Did you guys think he was going to be in the band going into tonight? I had him in my original top five but I will say this I think as the season kind of went on I didn't know because I like I felt like that last slot for me would always change whether that was Marcus or Jaden or you know Sergio but I think that he's gonna add a really fun flavorful element with the singing in mm-hmm. Spanish and also he's like a he's a really good kid yeah. and I feel like he'll add a really good dynamic to the group it's dynamics yeah. You know, I going into tonight, I wasn't sure. I was sort of like Sergio, Mikey, uh, Marcus, and then after seeing them perform live, that's what Sergio brings to this group is this dynamic. He's got this big, vivacious, bubbly, like just bright presence. And when I saw them performing, I was like, that's and even talking to the guys, you know, we talked to them after and just when they're talking, like he's just so full of life. You can't help but smile around him. He is such a joyful person. So joyful. And he was shocked. Oh, yes. His his reaction, his family's reaction um, were one of my favorite things about the season and of the finale. Um, You know, it's interesting because I... I think talent level, I could have had him, Marcus, or Mikey. Mm -hmm. I would have been happy with any of the three. Talent-wise, I think they all deserve it. But here's why I did expect Sergio. Um, And for everybody out there that's just because you, you know, you didn't understand or don't like the results you're defaulting to, it's rigged. Uh, Here's why I'm going to suggest to you that it's not, is let's remember last week, America surprised us. And 
over, I don't want to say numbers that may or may not have been suggested, but let me just say Sergio overwhelmingly beat Devin in America's vote Mm -hmm. because not last week, two weeks ago, whenever that week was. Yeah. And so the bottom line is I knew America had had saved Sergio once and I figured it might be in America's brains We need to vote for him. Like, you already saved him once. Why not vote again? The other thing I would say is, Sergio had an entire school of people in computer labs voting for him. So, another reason, you know, the way, you know, voting is an open discussion we can have, but the truth is, everybody got up to 1,000 votes on one device, one, etc. So, ultimately, if you just voted for five people one time, you weren't that, unfortunately, I don't like that it was set up this way, but you weren't a significant percentage of voting. And when I saw on Instagram people sitting in computer labs and an entire school that was like, we're voting for Sergio, and say Brady had an entire school auditorium watching for him. So uh, that is what made me think. Those Sergio, Marcus, and Mikey, I honestly could have had all of them. They were so talented, etc. But... Sergio, I knew, had the votes. But so here's the thing on that. You can say that that's whatever, but for people to sit down and devote an entire day to voting for somebody says something about that person. You're right. Because it's not like they paid somebody or hired somebody to do that. The people that sat down, you know, yeah, you can say, oh, well, it's from their hometown. But, like, I don't know. Everybody has somebody random from their hometown who's famous it doesn't really affect you. You have to actually care enough to sit down and do that and vote. So there's something to be said for these guys and the impact they have on their community, whether it's that their talent is just so overwhelmingly recognized from stuff they do locally, or they're just such good people that people really want them to succeed. Either way, those are real votes. Yeah. Right. And... You know, I mean, people are saying, well, I voted in a computer lab for this person. I mean, the reality is I just knew Sergio had a lot of support. Yeah. Voting or, or, or not, I mean, however they got there, Sergio adds something to this band. Agreed. And, and I will say, when we get to the eliminations, John had a very good point about Marcus and Jaden that I agree with and I want to return to. Okay. So thank okay. you, John. John, we've got something. And then Michael Connor. Yes. So, I mean, the poor Stress guy. me out, producers. Know, Stressing me out. Did it really stress you out? Yes. There's a rap in this song. Did you so, not yeah, witness me? <laughs> that's the thing. I agree. When they when we found out like that there was a rap, obviously it's like, okay, he's clearly going to be doing the rap part. However, I do feel like they at least did a really good job, we heard, during rehearsals, where it was like, you know, each of the boys, they would mix up the groups, mm-hmm. and then they would pick a number. So one through five. And then that that kid had to perform that part of the song. So they had a whole, you know, all the boys rapped, all the boys sang yeah. each different part, which was funny. And I the, think Brady said it was like the most embarrassing moment of his life when he had to rap. <laughs> I wish we had the outtakes I for that. I so wish I had the outtakes for that. So, but, so people said, why did they do Michael last? And this is my thing. I went in, as many of you clearly did, thinking Michael was a shoo-in. Mm-hmm. So then, when we have four people, I'm sitting there, and just being genuine, right? I'm sitting there thinking, well, 
you know, this sucks because they're all great. So we're not getting Jaden. We're not getting Mikey. We're not getting Marcus. But I'm sitting there thinking it must be Michael Connor because I thought he was a shoe in. Then I'm looking at that silhouette that fooled us, and I'm like, I don't know if that's Michael Connor. No, it looks like Mikey. Right, and he told us he doesn't make that pose, so he didn't think it was him either. And so I'm sitting there like, interesting, that doesn't look like Michael Connor, and he was so sure, I wish this made the TV edit. Yeah. He shook his head no, the same way that we had seen Miles and Jay Hype do. He shook his head no and pointed to Mikey, and told us basically he had accepted it wasn't yeah. him so they faked us out yeah even did. though it did turn out to be him they faked yeah. us out in the end and i got so nervous because i i really wanted him in the band well when they announced sergio i think the three of us looked at each other and we were like what is michael not in the like that was that was the moment for me when i was like i thought michael would be second to last might, i did too yeah. he might not actually be in the band maybe they aren't having a rapper maybe it is mikey because mikey had gotten so saved so many times Obviously, America loves him. I mean, they were chanting Mikey after the show wrapped in the studio audience. Like, people love Mikey. And I think we really were like, it could, Michael might not actually be in this. And he's the one that, like, throughout the show, we're like, obviously, he has to be in the band. Well, we also hadn't heard, we knew because we originally told there was a rap part in the song, but we also hadn't heard it. Right. It's true. So, after watching the performance, it's like, oh, well, that rap was made for Michael yeah. Connor. Yes, Amanda Lee, exactly. I was so worried Michael wasn't going to make man. And honestly, can we just acknowledge this? Because people have been commenting all week. There are many boy bands around the world, particularly Korean bands, mm-hmm. that have they rappers have. and have had rappers for years. Yes. So every, I keep forgetting out. to acknowledge that. But we know when they say it's making history, we do know that there's other bands around well, the world but it, with a I rapper. Mean, but but American we, for bands. America, it's but significant. No. Because, and this I take issue with too, because how can you have tonight Belle Biv DeVoe performing Poison where there's clearly rap in it and in the same episode be talking about how groundbreaking it is that a rapper is in it? Because like, I think how is he's that an more, oversight? I agree, but I think their performance overall, their theme, they do a lot of rapping in it. They all do, right? Right. So, but yes, they're a boy but, band. Yes, but I feel like they're more, you know, in real life is more of a tradition. black? No, like, no, 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 no. I'm saying these these boys are more of a traditional, like, they're a traditional boy band. And Michael Connor is sort of the X factor in this band. Like, if you're going to look at I a group. Guess. Like, and I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I feel like it discounts his talent, though. You I know don't what think I mean? so. I don't know. I felt like in that moment when he was announced and then Rita was like, oh, how does it feel to be the first rapper in a boy band? Like, if I was Michael, I mean, we've seen him sing. He can sing. I think that's what's astounding is that he came on this show not as a singer. Right. And has delivered vocally and harmony-wise and dancing, and he writes all of his raps. Right. But I feel like it would have been the same thing if she was like, oh, Sergio, how does it feel to be the first person who sings Spanish in a boy band? Like, it just was, it's not the same thing, but... Yeah, I don't think it's... Right, and I would like like to point out, I didn't vote for Michael Connor, and I did vote for him, but I did not vote for him to be like, oh, he's the the token, cool little trend. I voted for him because I thought he deserved it. Of course. I feel like, though, just because you feel like that he might be the again the X Vector or something different doesn't doesn't negate how talented he is. It's just having a fun sort of element that wouldn't exist maybe with one of the other boys or in quite the same way. It's not to say again that he can't sing or that he can't perform. No, I agree. I just feel like the way they the way they treated his moment 
kind of diminished it for him a little bit. And I hope he doesn't feel that way because I, I don't think I don't believe that. He that is blew the case. me away almost more than anybody. Oh, incredibly this season. talented. I Incredible. agree because of his growth. And not because he's a rapper. And by the way, did we hear, did you guys hear at home the cuss word? It must have been on the yes. East Coast because they didn't fix it for the R edit. Oh, did yeah. you yeah. hear the cuss word when, was it before uh, Michael it was, Connor? Somebody said, it was oh, right, and it, it was, was cut. right as Michael Connor's like silhouette was being filled in. He goes, oh, Was it him? It, I think it was Nick. Carter. I thought it was Nick. Carter. I thought it was Nick at the first time, and then I listened to it again. I was like, I'm not sure. Okay. Somebody cussed yes. and got edited out, and I think it's hilarious. If you saw it on the East Coast and you could tell who it was, let us know. Are we gonna? <laughs> talk so about let's talk. Yeah, now we need to talk about the boys who did not make it into the band. Jaden, Marcus, which I'm and genuinely Nike. so sad about. Me too. So about. Me too. And I feel like again, I know we keep sort of saying the same thing, but all three of them could have been in uh, the band. Yes. And I will say this: I am kind of shocked, not because I necessarily have an opinion about it, but I did think that Marcus was going to be. I thought, I you know, for me, this. I think I think that I thought the shoe ins were Marcus, Chance, and Michael Connor. And so there's a part of me that's really surprised. Do you think social media played a part? Because yes. Marcus yes. was not nearly as strong or as, you know, as out there on social media as the other boys throughout the competition. Well, I think two things, and both of these could be controversial, but it's the finale. Who cares? Um, <laughs> first of all... Tell us what you think, Dr. Lovegrove. Well, okay, so first of all... Um, Everybody, I think, probably voted for their top five on some level. Mm -hmm. But I think what we saw a lot of is somebody voted for their top five. But then, you know, let's say they're a Chance fan because of all the pushes and reminders on social media and because of the way these fandoms are so loyal, let's say somebody voted for five and they put Marcus or Mikey in their five. But a lot of the top People right. had people going. I mean, guys, Just we saw we saw it all. What you guys are saying you did for Mikey or Marcus or whoever. I saw people saying on social media, I voted for the last 12 hours. I stayed up and voted for nine hours. I'm hitting a million votes for chance. So at the end of the day, I do think that the voting was a part of it. I think some people voted for their top five, but then really used most of their yeah. votes and time on one or two specific people. I also am going to go with a theory that John said here... Um, and by the way, how did they choose the order of announcing the boys? We don't know. I think production just yeah. chose what was the best TV. Um, but John said, I think the vote got split between Marcus and Jaden. And this is why I think that that's true. And at risk of sounding bad, I'm going to try to explain this. Every week that we went there, I would hear somebody say the comment, well, I feel bad saying this, but there's probably going to be one African-American guy in the band. Yeah. And I never liked that, agreed with that supported that kind of thinking. Right. But my point is, every single week, somebody said that. Yeah. And I bring that up because nobody ever said, well, there's probably going to be one Latino guy in the band. There were a lot of Latino guys in the show, and nobody ever thought it was one or the other. Right. And I think it's sad that... I mean, not to get overly philosophical, but I think it's sad that... I'm glad somebody agrees and is not pissed. Um... I think it's sad that we're at a place in America where we look at yeah. 
all of these contestants and we think it's going to be one or the other. And so if I had to guess what happened, people sat down to vote for their top five and they said, if this is how everybody was thinking, they said, okay, so which one am I going to put? I'm going to put Marcus. And somebody even said, we should have got one of them, so it would have been diverse. I get where people are coming from, but do you see how if that was everyone's thought process, everyone put one of them in there. And I'm I'm, Some people are saying my top five had both Jaden and Marcus. And some some people did, but I'm just saying for for everybody that said, I wish we could have had an African-American, so it would have been diverse. I think the problem is a lot of people said, I wish we could have had one, and they voted for one... Or the other. And you're right. They would have been amazing together. I don't think that that's right. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be a good explanation because, I mean, either one of them or both of them could or maybe in which I'm I would I love for them know, to hear to know I don't think it's a problem that either of them had no talent or no, no. even social media presence no, I just think I that think worked no, against no. them did have I a think, social media well presence. I think they all they all worked really hard to have a really strong social media and and to do that during the show I think the issue is that for whatever reason, people really clung to, you know, Brady and Chance and, you know, some of the other guys just had these cult followings. And for whatever reason, people just really latched on to them. And I don't think that that following ever really took for the other guys that didn't make it in the band. And some of them, I will say, some of them did start later. Like I, you know, I remember, thankfully, social media wasn't everything because Devin was the loudest initially on social media. But um, but what's interesting is I do remember Chance was very active on social media from the beginning. He was one of the first people that popped up. Sergio was one of the first people Mm -hmm. that popped up. Brady was one of the first people that popped up. So I do remember specifically, and I I could have a wrong perception, but I do remember with Jaden feeling like I looked at his profile earlier on and was like, he's a little slower catching on to the... Yeah. But then he did a great job in really catching up and and doing in. But I think the issue with Jaden was that I don't know that everybody felt he was like their top pick. I think that's the issue no, with these three guys. So a lot of people are saying, and, and Megan said, that they felt like a, what could have been a detriment to him is that people kept saying he could be a solo artist. Mm-hmm. And I think that when it came down to voting, that might have... I heard that he every week, too. Exactly. with his hair shaved off, which he is does. interesting. They showed the clip of saying people recognize him by his hair. I think that showed how much he's changed. Yeah. But, again, that's a problem because every week so many people would tell me, yeah, but I think Jaden's more of a solo artist. And, unfortunately, I think that got reflected in the votes. Yeah, Yeah. agreed. I think that actually ended up hurting What about Mikey? Mikey killed me because I... I was not sure if I wanted... I knew I liked him. I wasn't sure I wanted him in my top five till last week. And then after that Chains performance, I was like, I really want Mikey in my top mm-hmm. five. And the dilemma is, I now I'm one of the fans that's like, I wish we could have six. I wish we could have eight. Right? That's but that's how thinking. I feel. I don't want to knock somebody else out yeah, for agreed. Mikey, but I wish he was in it. I agree yeah. with you. And maybe they'll end up bringing them back if they go on tour you know, for at least like some songs. Yeah. Yeah, stuff. I want a there. J-Hype opener. There you yes, go. Yes, J-Hype open. I'm Agreed. a fan of that. That'd be fine. Good idea. And I'm, yeah, I'm Have really sad about Mikey, stuff. though, too. Yeah. He's such a good kid, and all the boys, that's what they all say, hey, just how supportive he Mikey. is. Yeah. yeah. And just what a good kid he is. Yeah, agreed. But they're all, I feel like, at the end of the day, destined for really great things. Absolutely. You know, I mean, Absolutely. this won't be the last of 
any yeah. of them. And that's what's emotional about this episode is it's the beginning of a new chapter for all of them. Yeah. Both in real life, which is weird. Is, guys, how weird is it? It just hit me. Literally, it just hit me now. We've been talking about all of these boys and who will make the final life. band. No, it's a band. In, in real, real life. life. In real life. It's been in real life. So you can weird. buy their, you, which you guys should go do now if you haven't already. Yeah, go their buy their song, single. Eyes Closed. So let's talk about it. We haven't even talked about their song, Eyes Closed. They performed it live. We, and Suzanne talks a little bit about how they did this. And I'm sure there's some people that are like, oh, well, they obviously knew who was in the band. They really did not. The boys had to learn all five parts, including the rap. And they literally just round robined it. And then as they were announced throughout the show, the producers would go over and say, okay, Brady, you're singing part four. Uh, Chance, you're singing part two. Drew, you're singing part three. So they found out like as they were going on and then they performed. What did you guys think of this performance of Eyes Closed, their single? I love the song. I thought the performance was filled with just obviously so much emotion. emotion. And they were so excited. And I feel like I I got really emotional at that moment, too, watching this group of kids have their dreams fulfilled. Like, this is like a really special thing. We were having moments. In the finale, I was sitting there like, how did we ever end up so invested in this show? I was just having all the moments. I feel lucky to have been able to see these guys and meet them and meet their parents and their families and see them go through this experience and grow and you just fall in love with them. And so to see them have this moment and just the infectious joy that they had not only performing, but also realizing this is real, this is happening, our lives are changing. It was so incredible to witness. Yeah, it was funny because obviously Brady was announced first, Mm -hmm. and they put him on like the front of the dugout, so he was very close to the VIP section, and it just kept hitting him over and over, I felt like. He just kept having moments of like beaming smiles, and you know, this... The actual track. So, yes, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. Download it. Buy it if you haven't. Um, But the actual track is so good. So good. And what's crazy is we were at the studio here getting ready for the show. And I listened to the track being released. And Taylor Swift had a song that came out at midnight, East Coast time. I listened to hers. I actually love, love, love the boys more than the new Taylor. Absolutely. And I'm a Taylor fan. But heresy of heresies. Eyes Closed is a hit. I want it on Kiss FM tomorrow, Ryan Seacrest. Kiss FM, every radio station, call and request Eyes Closed. It's going to be on every radio station. There's an incredible amount of marketing money behind these boys. They've already got a huge social media push. We've seen so many of these shows with boy bands created. You know, we had, uh, what is it? One Direction was created from a reality TV show, Da Band. Danity Kane, O-Town, not all of them have lasted and had a long career. What do we think about in real life having a lasting career from this? I think they have a real opportunity here. I mean, A, listening to the boys' voices also in comparison to all of the boy bands that have actually performed on the show, these boys really are just as good, and if mm-hmm. in some cases not better. 
Um, yeah. So I think they do have a real opportunity. Um, and I'm excited to see what comes. And also, I don't know if we can say this, but they're going to be recording their uh, music video next week, which is mm-hmm. going to be really exciting. I'm really excited to see what they do with it. Yeah. Which they're moving fast. Very Super fast. fast. Single out tonight. Yeah. Working on the video for next week. Um, they're moving fast. I think Brady made the comment of like, next week I'll be sitting in math class. That's not happening. No <laughs> math class. Hey, if you want them to come do an interview with us, which we are already in process of, but let's just start something because we love our okay. social media campaigns. Yeah. So can we use the hashtag and I'll type it in the live chat, IRL, we're going to abbreviate them IRL on AfterBuzz. Yes. Perfect. IRL, so, on, IRL AfterBuzz. on AfterBuzz. Tell them you want us to do their first extended interview here. Yes. Because truly, you guys are the most loyal fans. I feel lucky to have had such a fun live chat and such a fun group of people to talk about this show with every week. And so active. And and I will say about my, how how successful do I think the band's going to be? If I had to predict based on what ABC's president just said the other day, I don't think we're getting another boy band season. Um, <laughs> you can look it up. That's not Do you new think there's going to be a girl group season? Uh, I, <laughs> there's been a lot of talk mm, about, oh, the boy band, now there's going to be a girl group. You know, I'm more ready for Tim Davis on Idol. But, Tim Davis on Idol, yeah. <laughs> but on the hashtag right now, I knew you would be. Yes. We have yes. hundreds of people watching live. Where We have thousands that are tuning in in 24 hours. So now is the moment IRL on After Buzz, and I will bother them and send them screenshots and be like, we got to do it. And while you do IRL on After Buzz, tag let us the know. Boys. Yeah, tag the boys and let us know what you want us to, to ask. ask them. Because yeah, live better. chat with the moms. By the way, I'm pitching it all right now. Just yeah. plugging it all. <laughs> the moms were... Actually, on our desk, a different studio, but on our desk, we were on the couch bowing down to Queen Colleen and Dina (laughs) and Amy and Candy. And truly, if you want to cry and you're already, you're not late up late enough watching at 1.15 a.m. East Coast, go watch the Moms of Boy Band special from Sunday. Anyway, so the bottom line is back to this. The show's ratings... We're not, I don't think, good enough to get another season. But yeah. my prediction is that will actually help the band. Agreed. Because what ended up happening with making the band, if you look up on Wikipedia, so many bands came out of mm-hmm. that show. It's kind of a big blur. And I think that uh, the ABC president said it didn't resonate with their audience the way that they wanted. The way that they'd hoped. Boy band did <laughs> not connect. Did not watch it. It connected with me. <laughs> but anyway, me. I don't still think they did. So the bottom line, how bad were the ratings truly? You can look it up. But here's my point. All it will take is people hearing this song on Kiss FM. Oh, yeah. And I think people will fall in love with In Real Life. So I actually predict it will be better for the band that they're not churning out more boy bands in every single year. And I am rooting for them to be a smashing success. I think they absolutely deserve it as people, as Mm -hmm. boys, and as vocalists. Well, honestly, on that same point, I feel like the fact that the show didn't get outstanding ratings actually will help them because they feel like they have a chance. This single is really, really good. And a lot of times artists that are on, you know, that come out of reality competitions tend to get one good single and then brushed under the table, whereas a breakout artist that comes on and people, they just spread like wildfire and people love them, 
I think that this single has the potential for people to be like, oh, who's this? And mm. then you see them and they're adorable and they're infectious. And I think it's going to just blow up for them. And so people that don't know that it came from like a reality competition will buy in more of like it being a real band. Because there's this like kind of... A stigma. A stigma yeah. that like, okay. oh, it was like, oh, they're just like from this reality show. But then when you see them perform, and especially even perform live, mm-hmm. you can't help but to see and notice how, just how talented they are. Agree. So I feel like, you know, I agree with you. But yeah. that's, that's, that's what happened to One Direction is I knew they were X Factor. I had no idea. But many of my yeah. friends, and case in point, were introduced to them just as a band. And yeah. we're like, this is catchy. So I okay. really do think they have a shot. Um, I don't think they're going to become a Disney band because they're not no. They're no. not affiliated. Like, Mm-mm. Hollywood Records signed Queen and other people that have not. Demi Lovato is a Hollywood Sophia Records artist. And Carson is not you know, <laughs> going right. for the Disney so, market. So, for those of you who are saying, I'm 30 and I will follow this band. I'm 24 and I'm following this band. Whatever. The bottom line is, I'm we're here for In Real Life. and I will follow this band. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be bit like Disney with all those oh, no, and like thrusts that were happening. And they will, they will add dance moves. So the reason that the performance had no choreography is because they were rotating yeah. the five parts all week. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they, you know, it. I thought it was good that they had any semblance of choreography. Oh. I thought they were going to go stand at a mic <laughs> in yeah, a random producer chosen was... order and just sing like that. I thought I was like, this is going to be real special. Like I thought it was going to be terrible, to be honest, because I was like, how are they going to? And I was actually surprised by the performance. And again, that, like we have to look at that, like how much credit we have to give them for, like you know, a, I feel like for a week to perform and to yeah. practice, and then after that, and the, not even to practice the same part and to get up there and not only sound good but be a part of something <laughs> sorry <laughs> go ahead no. sorry just please go ahead anyways I feel like that just goes <laughs> Suzanne Seven. Suzanne is receiving a low key congrats on Chance calling her hot last week yeah. I will never forgive her for not telling me that Elizabeth knows she's cracking me up I will never forgive her for not telling me this for days and we're sitting there watching the TV edit tonight and she looks over and goes no please disrupt with this thank you for bringing our attention to the real breaking news and on IRL on After Buzz we're going to bring this up because no, if anyone guys many of you save the live streams I know they get posted to YouTube if anyone has footage of Chance calling Suzanne hot I would love to personally witness this footage and you're I, embarrassed because you also, if he was a little bit older, because he, thank you, I wouldn't be a thank you, thank you, thank you for bringing it up. So please, just if anyone can end. link us in the comments below, um, I just thought that was an iconic end to the season to Hashtag know that. And we took we took photos. Suzanne's gonna post her photo with the guys tonight, and I didn't know that she was taking a photo with a man who had called her hot. Oh my! God. America's heartthrob called her hot, and she's minimizing it. Okay. Chance thinks Suzanne's hot. The boy band is fantastic. Final thoughts on our first season, probably only season, of boy band. I'm so sad it's over. What do you guys think? Overall season, the band, the boys. Closing thoughts for everybody. 
and go. The link is being tweeted at me. Yes! I'm so distracted. It was on Marcus's 17-minute live. Yes! Okay. okay. Go ahead. Go Give your final thoughts. My give your final, final thoughts. thoughts are we have so many amazing things coming out of this. So we many. Have, no, we have Tim on Idol. Tim on Idol. Hashtag Tim on Idol. Uh, yeah. Thank you. We also have an amazing group of boys that are going to make music history. And you are you're distracting me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna take the computer. And I away feel from blessed. <laughs> and I feel blessed to have been a part of such an amazing show. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna cry. Oh my god, Susanna's crying. Susanna's crying. I cry, I got my crying out of the way tonight. Um, by the way, someone suggested the name The Realizers, and I like that. Ooh, Ooh. I know. I love Caden. Caden Stewart. If that catches on, I want it on video proof that Caden Stewart was the first the one that I read The Realizers from. Um, so. So my final thoughts are, I felt like at the finale, we were at a family reunion. Jay Hype's mm-hmm. family was there. So good to see him. So good to see them. Andrew Bloom was there. Andrew Butcher was there. Yeah. So good to hug everyone Fun and passes. cry with people and celebrate with people. And honestly, you know, speaking of this after show, people like the the realists. I said the realists. And people backstage said that was negative. So I'm not crazy for saying the realists. Um, but anyway, for my after show... Shout out to all of you, seriously, on a serious note, and I will not cry. But somebody said, this is the first after show of many that I've listened to that has ever made me want to tune in live and be in the live chat every single week. And I feel like it's a family and I feel like I get to gossip with my friends and like, and I just as a host, I love that. That's exactly what we want to create. And truly, you guys, I knew that we had created such a community when two of the boys went live during our show one week and you guys stayed tuned and were like, tell them to save it. And I was like, this is crazy. So I'm just really thankful. Thank you for all of you for making this. Guys, this week we had as many viewers as, or more viewers than any other after show but Game of Thrones, if you add them all up. So thank you. That's crazy. We're blown away and we do all feel so lucky and blessed. So that's what I want to say is just what a special show. Thank you, Joel and Jane, for creating it. Um, And I'm just really thankful for this experience. Agreed. I... I agree with all of these points. I think it's been a really special show to be a part of. It's, you know, it's probably one of the first times that I've hosted a show where we've gotten to actually be there live and see this process from the inside out and then be able to talk to it and and know their moms and know the fans and have the fans talk to us and really get involved in the conversations made it so incredibly special for us as hosts, like Stefan said, to have you guys on the live chat letting us know what you think and what you feel. And we read all of those comments and we read the YouTube comments and we read the live chat and it helps us, you know, really love what we do to feel like we're not just talking to people that aren't there. You're really there and you're listening and it makes it incredibly special. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, well, that that is the way. Okay, you have the link. I'm not singing. So sorry. We'll not leave you on that note. Nobody will follow me. I'll get blocked. But that's how we can continue hanging out and being friends beyond this after show. So Twitter and Instagram, Dr. Lovegrove, D-R-L-O-V-E-G-R-O-V-E. Please follow if you haven't already. And thank you guys so much for watching. We've had an absolute blast with you guys. Where can they find you? They can find me at Suzanne Quast. 
<laughs> and you guys can find me, Lindsay Miller, at Rockin' Mama Life, and us at AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV. Make sure you go to YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, rate, comment, subscribe. Let us know your thoughts. Keep in touch. We'd love to hear what you have to say as the band goes out there and as they grow and hopefully catch on to everybody else because we're all believers, and I hope you guys are too. Also, hashtag... IRL on AfterBuzz. Let's get these boys in here for yes. an interview. Let us know what you think. We're ready. We should ask, and let's really push this so we can get them in studio. Thank you guys for watching, and we will not see you next week. So sad. Hopefully soon, though, for yes. IRL on AfterBuzz. <laughs> yes. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.